Welcome to the Plant Witch Podcast, where we enter together into the web of life in all of its many seen and unseen dimensions. I'm Erin Schrader, owner of the Rebel Herbalist, and it is my honor to hold this portal to the other world. Let's enter, shall we? unseasonably warm December morning looking out over piles of feathers strewn across the ground and tufts of bunny hair left behind after the struggle everywhere I look there are reminders of the terror that fox has been bringing to the grove. There is a fox here that has become ravenously hungry and overwhelmingly bold. This fox took one of our chickens within just a few feet of my father in the daylight around noon while looking him in the eyes. In the Hedge Guild Oracle, Kiva Rose writes about the hedge fox as the spectral embodiment of the wild itself. It feels to me like Fox has gathered to herself qualities that she wants us to see, that she's acting like a mirror for us. The wild is showing us these grove dwellers that we are, kin and neighbors to Fox. She's showing us what it feels like to witness greed and taking and destruction and to look out across the land and see the evidence of that destruction. And as an embodiment of the wild, that must be what it feels like for wild spaces every day to stand witness to human greed and taking and destruction and to see evidence of that carnage everywhere. And so as part of nature and as kin to fox and as stewards of this chicken flock, 
we are invited into deeper relationship with this land, with what it means to protect, with ourselves and what it means to have enough. We're invited into deeper relationship with our own greed and destruction. This ongoing relationship with Fox, with the intimate detachment of knowing that Fox and Chicken and Bunny are all emanations of this land, supported by the waters, made strong by the minerals of this land. The story continues to play out for me in ways that are extremely challenging to my human mind. This weekend is a full moon in Gemini and Venus stations retrograde conjunct Pluto. Venus is currently the evening star on the horizon and prepares for her underworld journey until she reappears as the morning star. As Venus traverses the underworld in her retrograde form, conjunct Pluto, she takes us with her on a journey into the underworld, where we examine our past, where themes of betrayal, relationships, self-worth, Are paramount. Venus asks us to be clear on what matters to us. What do we find nourishing? Where do we find beauty? And how do we let go of the ways that we have been betrayed, abandoned, or our relationships have failed? And I know I will continue to walk with Fox into this retrograde of Venus, knowing that Fox is holding me a mirror for the betrayal of humans and nature. And how every time I take more than I need, every time I hoard and destroy, I'm violating a sacred relationship know that my personal actions are not enough to right all of the wrongs that humans have visited upon this earth, but I also know that my own small individual life is the only place where I have control and power to make a change. That's another area that we're going to be visiting is the idea of control and power. What does that really mean? 
how much control do we really have? This is the domain of Pluto. What is power, really? The power that we've been led to believe is valuable is not true power. The power we see in wealth and cruelty and domination, that is truly weakness. Real power comes from the soul. It's an emanation from beyond. It is bestowed upon people. It cannot be taken through force. And this hunger for power by those who have not been bestowed power is the root of so much of the suffering that humans visit upon the world. Coming from this idea that we can take and amass power through brutality, domination, hoarding, empire. It is false. It is not real. It takes only approaching the trunk of an ancient oak tree to feel what real power feels like. The power to stand for hundreds of years. The power to bring shelter to generations of bird families the power to feed flocks of deer over generations with the acorns that fall to the ground, the power to provide shade, to hold the soil together, to shuttle nutrients to saplings, to see over long and deep time. That is power that is real and that is bestowed upon the oak. There's something in the Western mind, this mind that is so hungry for power, but doesn't understand power, that looks upon a being like the oak and hates it for its regalness and wants to destroy it because the power that the oak holds is so alien and so foreign to the hunger of the Western mind that the delusion of the idea of taking power makes this immature adolescent hunger want to conquer and, and destroy to prove itself. We are moving through an initiation as a species where that adolescent immature hunger for power has run to its end. If we don't learn ways of seasoning and tempering and alchemizing that into a more wise relationship with power, we will not be permitted to stay as a species on this planet in the way that we are now. And so with this Pluto-Venus retrograde, it feels to me as though working with this energy 
would require us to look deeply at what real power looks like in the context of community and resilience and growth and survival and beauty. What would humans be like on the earth if we embodied the power that the ancient oak carries? If we embodied the power of the waterfall or the bear the resilience, the earthy groundedness. In 2018, I had a dream that my husband, my children and I were eaten by a bear. We were sitting inside the bear's belly in pitch black trying to think of a way to get out, a way to have Bear spit us out or to cut our way out. And after a period of time, it became clear that there was no way out. And so we turned inward and we attuned our minds to the mind of Bear so that we could live as one with Bear. Our lives didn't end in being consumed and devoured by her, but we were invited into a deeper belonging where we fused our minds into one and we fused that one mind with bear. That is power in the truest sense. Belonging collaboration, attunement. These structures of power that we've built, these systems and edifices are built on foundations that do not endure. The mystics talked about dark nights of the soul or times when the divine would withdraw its presence from the seeker and how those times were the most sacred times because those were the times where the container of the mystic was being readied for an enlightenment, for a greater expansion of their ability to carry light for a greater expansion of their communion with what they considered divinity. But in that process, in that period of time where the divine would withdraw itself, the mystic would feel parched, dried out, filled with longing, filled with grief for the lack of connection to what usually would bring solace And that grief and longing was the upgrade. That was the door. That was the hollowing out of the log with fire that would create the raft or the the canoe of the sacred 
to come back into that person's life, into that mystic's life. And it feels to me like we are collectively in a mass dark night. Meaning has evaded us. We are in exile. We are filled with grief and longing. But we do not have the wisdom to touch those places with holiness and reverence. Instead, we numb it and avoid it and distract ourselves. So another question I carry into this time is how do I walk in relationship with my longing, with my grief, with my yearning? After Fox came and gave us this mirror of death and destruction and taking, I walked this grove for hours spreading cornmeal and offering prayers and deeply feeling the longing in my heart for balance and relationship and asking this land to keep teaching me, keep showing me, keep tempering me, take me on as an apprentice so that I might understand what it's like to live in real relationship, which is messy and uncomfortable and asks more of us than we want to give and requires vulnerability. When we are in real relationship, exposing our hearts, there is a great risk of being hurt emotionally and physically. There will there may be pain when we come into relationship. There will be pain when we come into relationship. The ability to stay even when there's pain, with limits, of course, (laughs) is powerful. The ability to trust ourselves to continue to show up, even when we're humiliated or embarrassed, even when we're needy, even when we don't have it together, that is powerful. That is real power. And that is the invitation. That is what this world wants from us. That we learn to touch our grief and our longing and our yearning and our discomfort. And that we sink into humility and belonging. Not building a tower or an empire above the natural world from which to amass illusory power, but to sink down into the roots, to drink from the groundwater, to make ourselves a home amongst the rotting leaves, to acknowledge that one day our bodies will feed this earth and to sit in gratitude for the reality that this earth feeds our bodies. This is how we re-enter the web of life. And this comfort 
with our true powerlessness is real power. Because on the other side of that reality is eternity. We belong eternally to the shifting tides of energy that move between the sun and the earth and the moon, that move between the mountains and the ocean, that move between the roots and the the leaves. There's this constant churning cycle of energy and matter that we eternally belong to outside of this small individual life. And knowing that deeply and connecting to that fully is power in its truest sense. Making our lives an offering to that movement of energy, those currents and cycles of time and matter and spirit that we only tell ourselves we're outside of, but in fact we are completely held by and belong to forever. for joining me for the Plant Mush Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Schrader. I'm an herbalist, a mother, a holistic nurse, and a practitioner of the ancient ways. You can connect with me between episodes at therebelherbalist.com or on Instagram and Facebook, The Rebel Herbalist. Thank you for joining me, and it's time to come back to life.